0: What's up, nerds? We are Jay and Abel, and this is episode 63 of the Stay Nerdy Podcast.
1: Folks, we're two adults who love talking about the latest and greatest in TV, movies, comic books, and everything in between.
0: We're back.
1: We took a a, a short hiatus. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. Uh, A a short uh, winter hibernation snooze. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's only a month and a half. It's fine.
1: But but we're back. Like like I said last time we took an extended break. Quality over quantity.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you know what? We 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 needed a break. All right. We're tired. We're it tired. Was, uh, yeah.
1: yeah. I think it was a tough, <laughs> tough 2022 and a lot of shit going on. And then we tried to get back on, but either one of us got sick. We had <laughs> Wi-Fi outages across the state of Florida. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Spectrum is not
1: our friends. Yeah, so it's been just like one thing after another. So finally we're able to, the stars have aligned, and we were able to finally get back in the saddle. It's like riding a bike.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had to um, think back and look at notes to see what episode we were even on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is this this a new season? Are we on what what episode is this? (laughs) What season is this? Are we on our third, fourth season?
1: Yeah, do you start season five, episode one? <laughs> what, what's going on?
0: Oh man, so what's up? What the hell Not have you much. been
1: doing? Not same old since you last saw me. Last time you saw me was Christmas Eve. <laughs> yeah, uh, came, under you, the
0: snow machine.
1: <laughs> yep, you came to my house and uh, for our uh, Christmas Eve festivities, and that mm. was fun. We, we had a we ate a shit ton of sushi. Uh huh. Partied with Santa. We partied with Santa. We had a <laughs> snow machine that was very loud.
0: And it was fucking cold.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. It was due to, due <laughs> freezing. It was like, guys, for those of you that are listening that are in Florida, this was like the coldest winter in Florida in years.
0: Yeah. It, I in mean, years. it went down to 28, I think, on Christmas Eve.
1: Yeah, it was it was insane. I even bought heaters. I had heaters outside, mm-hmm. and like that didn't stop like the kids from going outside and playing with the the incredibly loud snow machine <laughs> or Santa Claus.
0: A Santa Claus riding a T Rex—that was
1: great. Oh I got Like once everybody left and <laughs> once we got like presents out, then I had to build Tessa's playhouse. I went to sleep like at three thirty. Wow! And then I woke up like at eight. To get to like, cause she was getting ready to wake up. I was exhausted.
0: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: Yeah, I was so <laughs> tired. It's like, oh my God. But it was fun. Like I said, it, it was nice having some people over. It was nice having you come over and, and spend the time with us and eat um, sushi and meatballs. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, it sounds like a weird combination, guys, but it works.
1: <laughs> I know there's, there's so much. The next day we had so much fucking food left over. You it was guys
0: just... had a freaking buffet, man. That was so <laughs> much food.
1: Well, there was like a few people missing that were supposed to come. Like my brother and his boyfriend, they had to leave early. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some other people that like couldn't make it last minute. So there's supposed to be a few more people, but. Oh, no, like I said, it, it was it was good times.
0: Yeah. Good times. Good times. And then New Year's kind of came and went
1: and um, yeah, New Year's came and went. I was I was asleep. I was in bed. <laughs> I 55. I was like, let me watch Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper do the countdown. And and then once it was midnight, I'm like, all right, I saw what I need to see. Good night, everybody.
0: Yeah, not even I, I ate a few gummies and I was out by like 1030.
1: Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So, (laughs) gummies, you got me gummies for Christmas. And then my brother, Harry, shout out to Harry, also got me gummies for Christmas. It was a very
0: edible Christmas,
1: huh? (laughs) Yeah, it was a very edible Christmas. So, like, I'll, I'll take like one one day one day, the other day then one night i took two of the ones that he gave me uh-huh. and oh my god i i gotta i think i saved the voice message i sent them and i'll send it to you <laughs> it's just me trying to <laughs> communicate and i just can't stop laughing
0: oh god that's hilarious that's so oh, great
1: the best. it is so uh, funny yeah but other than that so christmas new year's what what have, what have you been up to what have you been watching
0: um, a whole lot. Oh my God. I watched everything. I think I took like all this time off to catch up on things that I I had been meaning to get to and just never did. Um, I'm up to season five on Shameless, um, which I know I'm like super late. Don't come for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I binged White Lotus, which is so good. So I, I gotta, good. Murray Bartlett that. is a star, and um, Audrey Aubrey Plaza is on season two, which I love her. Um, yeah, she's amazing. White Lotus is great. I recommend it to everybody. Watch some more um,
1: Los Espookies. Oh my god, so good!
0: <laughs> I love that show. It's I don't such know a damn good show. I love. I know
1: it's so good. I, his name is escaping me. Um, mm-hmm. He's the valet um, worker.
0: Fred Armisen. <laughs> uh, Fred Armisen. He's
1: just so funny. Yeah. Without really being funny. Is. And everyone yeah. else is just hilarious.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a show on Hulu called Kindred. I don't know if anybody's heard of it. No. Um, this girl um, moves to L.A. from Brooklyn. And when she moves into this house, she starts having what she thinks are nightmares. And she's actually somehow time traveling back to slave times.
1: Oh um,
0: yeah, yeah, and she can't figure out why. I think I'm like up to episode six on that one. Um,
1: okay. It's
0: really, it's really interesting. It drew me in right away. Um, what else? God, there's so much. There's so much. Ginny uh, and Georgia on Netflix. I binged the hell out of that during like okay. Christmas and New Year's. Jeez, um, so much, so much. I'm sure there's a yeah. few movies that are in there that I can't, I can't think of right now, but. Um, yeah, I, I, I took some time to, to relax. It was, it was much needed. Yeah, um, here. I, I don't know, man. It's like, <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> the end of 2022 just kind of did us all in. And I it just, I lot. needed, I needed a mental break. I did. I needed a mental yeah. break because I was about to have a mental break. So <laughs>
1: yeah. it, it was like a lot going on. I was like, damn it. Like I need, I need to chill for a second. Yeah, it's like so much going on, especially with work. Like it was like the last few like weeks of work. So like I was like really trying to ramp up and trying to get as much as done as possible. It's like, oh, my God, I just can't.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it took an impromptu trip to NYC.
1: I know. (laughs) How awesome was that?
0: I just kind of like literally from like one week to the next, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go. So like the week after my birthday, um flights had dropped down to like 79 dollars, so it was like 79 each way so i said fuck it (laughs) i got my tickets um the hotel i stayed at was less than a hundred dollars a night i said this is my sign it's time to go (laughs) gotta get out of town um so i went from like a thursday to monday um and i just i i needed some time off i needed to get out of florida I i love NYC. So just like bopping around the city. Um, I met up with um some of our fellow nerds from Nerd Gang, which was so pretty cool. cool. Yeah. Um, museum hopped, ate at a lot of great places. Uh I stopped by um Forbidden Planet. I went to Midtown Comics. Shout out to them. They're so great. Um, <laughs> they always indulge me whenever I go. Um I just had like a, I mean, people don't really go to New York to relax, but for no. me, it's just kind of. But that's of, relaxing.
1: Like that's your relaxing. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for me, it is. For me, walking around the Met and looking at random art and going to different galleries and eating at new spots and just being away from the everyday, you know, day to day hoopla. To so, me, such it was a, relaxing.
1: And such a visually <laughs> stunning difference from Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's always there's a three sixty, there's always there's something to see as opposed to here. Yeah. Like, all right, well, it's some just palm the same trees, old. some trees. Yeah. There's a Publix.
0: Yeah. Um, there's a Publix. I got to, yeah, there's a Publix on every corner. Yeah. <laughs> so you go up to New York, they're like, what the fuck is a, a what Publix?
1: <laughs> what is that?
0: Yeah, I got to go to Hudson Yards, which I'd never been to. Um I went to the Nintendo store, which was super cool. They have oh. so much cool shit. That was my
1: my <laughs> When we finally get to the city, and we start walking, as as we're walking, we're like, let me check the time that it closes. We got there like at 6 o'clock, and they close like at 5 o'clock. I'm like,
0: fuck. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, if you go on a weekend, they stay open a little later. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just got to see, like, a lot of stuff that I didn't get to see the last time and that's the thing about the city like every time you go you never have the same experience like you see something True. new every time and you know I didn't want to come back as usual but it was it was a nice little getaway
1: um, it was that you just stay and be like in those like, comms <laughs> where like like you know, the single person like lives in New York and like they, aff- they live in this amazing apartment and they somehow like afford it
0: yeah that doesn't happen in real life <laughs>
1: Wonder that like I've always wondered how this like like how much did Jerry Seinfeld make to live as an apartment? How much did Elaine make? How much did the people from Friends make to live in such so oh, yeah. a? Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I did the Friends t-
0: experience too.
1: <laughs> I, yes, you did. So like any TV show that set in New York, <laughs> and like they're like, "Yep, I live by myself and and I yeah. live in this like amazing like warehouse apartment." That's uh
0: huh. With exposed brick and, you With know, exposed brick, the high it, ceiling. It's like, nah,
1: nah. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> no, we did the Friends experience and they have, like, the exact replica of Monica and Rachel's apartment. And you get to, like, take pictures and they have, like, the actual couch and then, like like, literally, like, everything from the set. And I'm, like, looking around and I'm, like, yeah, there's no way that a bunch of, like, 20-somethings at yeah. that time you know, all working, like, these shitty, like, job. Like, I think Rachel worked at, what, like, a coffee shop? Like, she's not going to be able to afford Brent Rachel in yeah. New York City.
1: Yeah, Rachel worked at a coffee <laughs> shop. Um, Monica was, like, a chef or, like, a caterer or, like, a private yeah. chef. It was just them two. Then Phoebe was, like, a singer, and she lived in a nice apartment. And then, yeah. what is it, uh, I, I could see Ross, because, like, he had like a fairly big job. He was like a, a like a doctor, like at a he museum was like or a some shit like that.
0: Paleontologist or something. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now gr- granted, I've never <laughs> seen every single episode, but I've seen enough to know what they did.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I used to be addicted to that show. I watched that show religiously. So um shout out to George for taking me there. Like that was like kind of a I wasn't expecting that. It was a total surprise. We were just supposed to kind of like hang out, and he was like, "Yeah, let's go to the Friends I was like, "Really, really? You mean I get to go see the actual Central Perk? <laughs> really? That's so
1: cool." That <laughs> yeah, it was so a cool. lot of fun.
0: Um, but yeah, it was. <clears throat> I didn't want to leave. I really didn't want to come back. I wasn't ready to come back, but you know,
1: gotta come back to life. Yeah, come back to reality some sometime.
0: Yeah. What about you? What have you been watching?
1: Oh man, let me see. Watching, so with-
0: reading, listening to anything
1: yeah. new? Let me see. Listening to Smartless—that's one of the funniest podcasts <laughs> ever. Um, it, it, you know how much I love Teen Wolf too. Not, <laughs> not Teen Wolf Part Two, but Teen Wolf T O O as well. He's also a Teen Wolf. It's got Jason Bateman. It's got uh, Wolf Arnett from mm-hmm. uh, Like Richard Development. Mm-hmm. It's got Sean Hayes from uh, What Is It? Not Dormer and Greg. Uh, the one show where it's got <laughs> the one curly red head la- it's got the curly redhead lady and it's got Nick Offerman's. Oh, one. oh,
0: oh, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right.
1: Um, I know exactly what show you're yeah. talking about. I just can't remember the name. That show. And yeah, apparently that, that they've one. All, <laughs> they've all been friends for years and they just shit on each other and they invite a surprise guest, and like this last one they had John Krasinski, and it was so fucking funny. Just hear them just talk. It's like eavesdropping on, like, three friends talking. Mm-hmm. So I love John to that.
0: Krasinski. I'm going to have to listen to that one.
1: It's a really good – because the one – a few before, it was his wife, Emily Blunt. And oh, wow. That was, that was funny, too. Um, it just – seeing just how long they've been friends for. Like, they've been friends for years.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so listen to that. Let me see. Watching – I think just like you, like, there's been so much that, like, I haven't really been able to think, like – Mm-hmm. I started watching John Wick again, one through three, because four comes out next okay. month. You finished uh, Wednesday, right? Yep, yeah, finished Wednesday. We'll get to that here in a second. Uh, how awesome was that? Mm-hmm. Uh, me and my daughter watched Teen Titans go to the movies.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: That movie, that movie was so fucking funny. <laughs> I was dying. It's like, it is so s- stupid, but so funny smart. and it's got this it's got a stan lee cameo oh and like he comes out he goes hey true believers and then someone comes up and like what's this for to him and he goes wait a second i'm in the wrong universe (laughs) (laughs) but the way they make fun of all the dc movies the way they make fun of like just like the Snyderverse, like, they're very self-aware of what's going on. Yeah. I thought that was super funny. <clears throat> um, and then while I'm working, I've been binge-watching Arrow. I started with season really? one, like, a month ago. I-, I have no fucking idea why. I was like, <laughs> I had something that I could just play on mute and just with subtitles and, like, glance up. It's been Arrow, and I've been watching, I'm on season <laughs> five now. Wow. <laughs> and it's so funny because I don't know why, but it's watching it again. Like they made Green Arrow like to be like the Batman of the DC of the CW universe. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it's so, so I, mean, the way they do it is like, they're, they really trying to make him to be Batman. Uh, it's so funny, but yeah. it's, it's, a, it's, it's an okay show. If you just, just want to watch something to binge watch mindlessly that, and that's, that's about it. And then of yeah. course, uh, Wednesday. Yeah, you
0: finally, finally, finally.
1: What a fun a show. <laughs> what a fun show. It had me guessing who the fuck was this monster. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Uh, <clears throat> everybody in it was phenomenal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Your homie was in it. What'd my you think? homie was in it. Oh, man. Luis, of, there's nothing bad I could ever say about <laughs> that guy is phenomenal. I loved how, like, he was supposed to be, like, his answers were from Mexico but like, I wonder, and I was trying to look at the license plate on their limousine uh-huh. to see where they're from, because he still has like that thick New York accent.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he can't. No matter he how can't. much he tries to change his voice, it just, it. no, it's not going anywhere.
1: But it was a really good show. and I really, um, both me, my wife, and and our daughter watched it. <laughs> and like, even Tessa liked it. She was like, oh really? yeah, this is, this is awesome. And it was good. It was fun. Um, I loved the diversity in mm-hmm. it. I loved how the kid of the bee had two moms.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And
1: and that's what I love to watch. Like, and like that's what I love that my daughter gets to watch to see, like, yeah, this is life. This is a normal family. He has mm-hmm. two moms. Yeah. Oh, it, it was so damn good. It was so damn good.
0: Yeah. Um, I loved Enid. Enid was just Enid,
1: she was
0: so adorable. I love her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she was the 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 gold standard of that show (laughs) she She was so positive always happy
0: just a little ray of sunshine i loved enid especially like at the very end like after poor enid had gone through so much the first thing she asked for was wednesday i was like
1: oh oh yeah
0: i I love that
1: yeah yeah i love that i love how like the dad was like always quiet and -hmm. then finally he like when he spoke it was like super supportive
0: yeah. <laughs> I love all his little affirmations for Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> my little Oh my god.
1: Yeah, that's my little great. death trap. Uh, my yeah. little
0: my little gray cloud. Like <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> but it was really good. I love Thing. I loved how they did that.
0: Right? Did they not? Yeah. Like, I feel like Thing actually had like such a personality. Like
1: exactly like he like didn't how, need
0: a voice like you could how just how did tell. he do that
1: it's amazing <laughs> it is absolutely amazing yeah um just everyone and the entire cast killed it i loved how everyone starts with like a bully but then you kind of find out that they're they've been fucked around with emotionally mm-hmm. you know and that's why they're such douchebags but then come to find out they're like actually good people
0: yeah, I loved Gwendolyn Christie in the show.
1: Oh, my goodness. She,
0: <laughs> she was so great. I loved her so much. So much. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think she's dead. What do you no, think?
1: No, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think she's dead. I'm sure she's going to show up in season two.
0: I mean, she's listed in the cast for season two. They said she's coming
1: back. So she's either yeah. she's
0: going to be in flashbacks or she's not dead. She can't be dead. She was too good.
1: Yeah, I also love the kid that they chose to play Pugsley.
0: Oh, yeah, he was great.
1: Yeah, he was loved- so
0: much more emotional than what we would normally see Pugsley as.
1: Yeah, because the Pugsley from the movie, he was just there. But this mm-hmm. kid was like, he, like, he loved his sister. Yeah. And like, you know, he knew how much she protected him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think they did a,
1: a good job with this show. I loved it. I enjoyed it a lot. It, it it spawned the dance that that dominated TikTok. Oh, that dance craze! I mean, oh.
0: to be real, that was my absolute favorite episode. That scene was everything.
1: It was just so random how it <laughs> transitioned to like just them talking, mm-hmm. and then like all of a sudden it's just her dancing. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> oh, it, it's happening. This is, yeah. this is happening.
0: Yeah, I loved it so much. It like I think I mentioned before, like it renewed my love for the crank. Or uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I I just, song. Uh, I love it. Human love fly it. is another great song that they do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it um, was a very good show. Like I said, I think Tim Burton and the team did an amazing job. Yeah, um, and and bringing in new life. Right, there's been different mm-hmm. versions from the very beginning of the black and white TV show to the Raúl Juliá version. There was like yeah. a, I think there was like a Fox Family like weekly series that was decent. A few cartoons. There is uh two movies where Oskali Sachs voices Gomez, and oh, yeah. now this, and yeah. it's it's awesome.
0: Yeah, sorry, the cramps, not the cranks. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> that's not right. I'm like thinking, I'm like, wait, <laughs> no, no, that's not that's not right. The no, it's the cramps,
1: <laughs> and and I was wondering, like, this show is so well written. And I texted you and I said, oh, the guys that wrote this mm-hmm. are like Alfred Go and Miles Miller, and they're the guys behind like a bunch of shows, specifically Smallville. So, like, um, and, and and they're great writers. They they developed the screenplay for um, the Spider the t- the Sam Raimi mans mm-hmm. um, Yeah, and like I said, it's good, all an amazing series. I fully loved it.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to the second season and seeing what they're going to do with it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was <clears> really, <throat> really good. It was, I think, a great way to end the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a highlight. It was a highlight was. of all the new stuff that's been coming out.
1: Yeah, and then another way to start the year has been <laughs> all this hubblebub talk about the DC universe. We all mm-hmm. knew that, like James Gunn was coming on board, mm-hmm. and he finally announced his. His his projects, his first phase, mm-hmm. which is Man. called Gods and Monsters.
0: Man, the Snyder cult was losing oh, their shit.
1: They Man. were losing their shit. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like they and were I'm legit like,
0: angry. Like it was like their own mom that got fired. Like, y'all need I to fucking it. relax, bro. I like, love
1: it. I it love it. It needs lo- to be
0: rebooted from jump. It needs I to be love- rebooted.
1: Yeah. I love how James Gunn is this type of guy, or he isn't like a very proper, biz- straight businessman. He's just him, and he's like, they fucked around with with Henry, like they yeah. fucked that up, like, like and they unfortunately, did. our plans don't fit in with with him. But they fucked that up, and it's true.
0: They really did. Like, they should not have had him come out and make that
1: statement because yeah. that made
0: him look stupid. Yeah. You know, like y'all like, ooh, like really, like y'all really dicked him around.
1: Do that cameo? Oh, that's one thing I watched when I was on Gummies. I watched uh, Black Black Adam. I watched Black Adam. It took you being high to watch (laughs) it. I love it. (laughs) I watched Black Adam. I was like, the the only saving grace uh, of this movie was Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) As like Doctor Fate, and and basically he's like he's like Doctor Strange. Everything Doctor Strange did, he mm-hmm. does in this movie, just <laughs> slightly different. And then the ending, the cameo ending with like Henry Cavill comes out. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? What is this? I need another gummy. <laughs> I, but yeah,
0: I, I I love that. That's what it took. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it took me getting like high just to even try to watch Morbius and I didn't make it past the first 10 minutes.
1: Uh, so. <laughs> it's morphing time.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I made it to the part where they beat up the crippled kid and that was it. I was out. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't make it very far. At least you made it to the end of Black Adam.
1: I tried. I, 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 I tried. And I gave <laughs> it my all. I was like, you know what? I am committed. Let's let's finish this shit. Come on, mm-hmm. Abel. You got this. <laughs> man. What but are you yeah, looking I,
0: forward to most out of the Gunverse? Oh
1: my goodness. I mean, listen, I, I think Henry, and I could call him Henry because we are very good friends.
0: <laughs> you go way back.
1: So we go way back, yeah. man. Way back. Uh Even before he was British. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think he was an amazing Superman. One of the best Supermans after like Christopher Reeve, I think. I think he was phenomenal, yeah. but I think it's been almost a decade.
0: Mm-hmm. Over a decade.
1: Like, it's been like 12 years. It's been 12 years, right? And he's only he's only been in one Superman movie and then mm-hmm. he was in and then those yeah, other Superman and, just, and those those other ones, right? So Those other know, uh, it, dumpster
0: fires that we don't need yeah, to mention. Yeah, I
1: think unfortunately, I hate to say, it, I think it's time to move on, right? Mm-hmm. And as much as I would like to see James Gunn's views or how he makes Superman with the Superman Legacy movie, I am super excited to see this movie mainly because the movie that I watched when I was a kid, I loved,
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: and it is Swamp Thing. Same when that's, I was a that's kid. What I'm
0: most excited about
1: when I was a kid. There was two movies. There were Swamp Thing and Swamp Thing Returns. Swamp <laughs> Thing was very shitty. Swamp mm-hmm. Thing Returns was fucking amazing.
0: Yeah,
1: and, and then there was a TV show, like I a TV I show.
0: I love <laughs> that show.
1: I know. I had the doctor <laughs> with like the wild look, with like the lawn kind of yeah, hair. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that show was so fucking good. Um yeah, they the, filmed I it. Still in,
0: love that damn show.
1: Yeah, they filmed it in Universal Studios in Orlando.
0: Mhm.
1: Um so like I, I think I'm excited to see Swamp Thing. There's when the DC Universe came out and they had the app where they had Doom Patrol, they had Titans. Mm-hmm. Um they had a Swamp Thing show and the whole app f- that it it was horrible, and they brought some shows onto HBO Max. Swamp Thing wasn't one of them, and that was like a fairly good show. Like it was like really neat. So yeah. I'm excited to see, you know, not that I doubt that James is going to direct it, but see his influence on on that.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's out of everything that he announced, out of his entire plan. What is it like an eight, nine, ten year plan, something like that?
1: Yeah, it's like a ten year plan <laughs> so far that that he has.
0: Yeah, that's the one thing that really stuck out to me. Like, because it, it's different. I mean, I don't care about another Batman movie. I don't care about a Superman movie. I don't care about a Joker movie. I don't, I really don't care about Harley Quinn. I need something yeah. different. Out of all of the characters in DC, out of that entire catalog, like, there's so much that you can do with it. And then they insisted on going around and around and around with the same few characters and it just got so old so quick like we need something like swan thing we need yeah. something different we need to see like i i don't know what took them so long i guess they were waiting for gun and i'm i'm ready for it let's go
1: yeah and here's someone that took a very obscure Comic book series like no mm-hmm. one was reading Guardians. No one Man, knew who Starlord was. For. Yeah, no one knew who Rocket was, unless mm-hmm. you were like a diehard Marvel fan. Mm-hmm. And even me, I wasn't really that into guards of the Galaxy. Yeah. And and he took that and he's created a cultural phenomenon. To the point where, like, there's a two rides with them. Yeah. Um, but what he did with that, what he did with Peacemaker, even Peacemaker um, was really great. Yeah. Oh. Even Suicide Squad, right? What mm-hmm. he did with that, what he does something because he understands. Because one, he loves making films. Mm-hmm. Um, he 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 has a passion for filmmaking. But two, he's a nerd. And like he gets it. He knows what how, what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and we could see that with his, you know, everything he's done. Um, even his horror movies, Slither, fucking phenomenal. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for I totally Swampson. forgot
0: that he did Slither.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> Slither I, I, back- dug
0: that. I buried that way back in the back of my mind. <laughs>
1: <laughs> back in his those those horror movie days. Um, I love super with uh, Rain Wilson, where he's like a superhero just beating yeah. the shit out of people.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I love that,
1: but I liked how he said that. Like, right now, the DC universe isn't cohesive, nothing makes sense. So, everything yeah. outside of my bubble, and I'm paraphrasing, is going to be considered the else world DC, right? Right. So, Matt Reeves, Batman, um, Phillips is the Joker, but everything that he's doing is going to be cohesive where everything clicks together, which yeah. everything's going to follow the movies, are going to follow the animated series. Um whatever video games, and that's pretty much what the MCU is now, right? Yeah. Like what if the cartoon ties into the movies?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm excited for that. I'm excited to see what he's doing. I've been swamping, I'm excited to see Lanterns. Um, mm-hmm. I, I've, I've always the very few DC characters that I do enjoy was always Green Lantern. and I I was excited to find out like they were gonna do like a like a police style drama and then that got canned. Now he's taking the reins and doing something. I'm excited to see that. Yeah. Like um, I'm excited to see Waller. I think um Amanda or Viola Davis that oh. an amazing Amanda Waller. Yeah. Viola so Davis have- in anything. In anything, in anything, you put her in anything. Yeah, she could be—I don't know—doing a commercial for Payless Shoe Soar.
0: Exactly, I'm gonna <laughs> watch that this shit. Is, it's gonna be
1: the best commercial you ever
0: fucking seen.
1: <laughs> it's like, man, shit, Payless is still around. Let me, let me go get <laughs> me some, some some air walks.
0: Yeah. Um, One thing that he didn't mention, which I was kind of waiting for, was Lobo.
1: I know, yeah, I, I'm sure that's coming. Um, yeah, and there's I'm, rumors I'm sure...
0: floating around that Jason Momoa will no longer be Aquaman, but that he's going to be recast as Lobo, which when you look at the freaking comic book and you look at him, I mean, come
1: on. I, I've never been a fan of Jason Momoa's Aquaman. To me, Aquaman was never like this rough and tough type of guy. Yeah. I think he was He was almost more like just like a very elegant, like laid back, like, hey, what's going on, guys? Look mm-hmm. at me, I got Cool blonde hair, yeah. <laughs> but I can see Jason Momoa as Lobo. Now that would be fucking. That amazing. is I'm sure so fitting,
0: and I mean that it is Jason Momoa. He rides around on a fucking chopper. Like, come on, yeah, it's him. Yeah. It's him. It's him. You couldn't exactly. get any more perfect in that casting. Like that's, I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen. I'm hoping it does. I'm really I'm hoping because sure that is something that I would look forward to seeing.
1: I'm sure it will. And there's like a bunch of other stuff: the Supergirl show, Woman of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, Booster Gold. Uh, for those of you that like read like comic books in the '80s, um, Keith Giffen did a, a Booster Gold series where he was just this bumbling idiot that happened to have all this tech <laughs> for the future. And he happened to be a superhero, but he was just an idiot. He's just an idiot that happens to have all this tech. I'm excited to see that. Um, There's Brave and the Bold where we get to see, which is a very weird take to have like Damian Wayne, Bruce Wayne's son, like, Mm -hmm. wow, like what a huge departure. Yeah. Um, But if it's based on Grant Morrison's run of guys haven't read that. It's a fucking amazing read. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out a few years ago. There's a, a Paradise Lost, almost like a Game of Thrones style Wonder Woman film. And then the one thing that I was actually surprised at, which my jaw dropped, was The Authority. And yeah, I think if you guys haven't read The Authority, this was it, it was part of like Image Wildstorm, and then DC bought it. But they're like Justice League, but they're like, we don't fuck around. Like, we kill people. We do what we need to do to fuck people up and save things. And it was one of the first times that we saw, like, a like a same-sex couple within the superhero team. And it was, like, Midnighter, who was, like, this Batman-type guy, and Apollo, like, a Superman-type guy. I remember when that came out, people were losing their shit. Yeah. People were losing their shit. Yeah. Um, you know, why would they do that? That's so gross disgusting. I'm like, fuck dude, why? It's it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? If it was two <clears throat> girls, you'd be okay with it. Exactly. If it was like a Wonder Woman type of girl and a Batwoman type of girl, but because two dudes, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But I'm excited to see like the authority. This is gonna be fucking insane. Yeah, I think
0: I think Gun's going to fix everything that went wrong before.
1: Um, yeah, absolutely. And
0: the Snyder Cole is just gonna have to suck it up. Suck yeah, it up and deal. I guess
1: it, it was it, it was uh, a dumpster fire. I think it started okay with Man of Steel. I, was I like, didn't okay, think. All
0: right. I didn't think that Man of Steel was that bad. Me there, neither. There are people that just go in on it and make it seem like it was just like the worst of the worst. I didn't think that it was that bad. It was definitely way better than Batman versus Superman. And the Justice oh, of course,
1: League. of course. Like I said, I really liked Man Man of Steel. I loved when they attack his mom and he just like <laughs> takes Zod and he's like kicking, putting the shit out of him yeah. in the cornfield. I thought yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. I like the part where like he's about to do the, his first showdown and like, you could tell he's like nervous mm-hmm. and he's telling people to like, go like seek shelter. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that was all of that was just amazing. I, and, Him as Superman was just phenomenal.
0: I thought he was the perfect Superman. I really did. And I think part of the reason why Man of Steel did as well as it did is because Christopher Nolan was so heavily involved with it. Yeah, And he had a plan. He wanted to really flesh out these stories similarly to what Feige did with Marvel. But they didn't want Christopher Nolan to do his thing. And they wanted to rush everything. And then that's how we got the shit show that we got.
1: I remember I got a free ticket to see a screening of Justice League when it came out, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I remember sitting there, and like I was like, (laughs) what Mm -hmm. the fuck is going on? Mm -hmm. What the fuck? But the best part was I sat next to this gay couple, super nice people. We were talking before the movie started, Mm -hmm. and so so the movie starts, and then the part where League takes off his shirt, the guy next to me goes, He goes, ah, yes, that's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then I looked at him like I laughed and he goes, I'm sorry. I was like, dude, no, I I agree.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's kind of hard whether you're male, female or other and look at Jason Momoa and not feel some kind of way. I'm sorry. You're just you're not human. You're not human. (laughs) You can't look at that body of work and not think something.
1: Exactly. But, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what James Gunn has to offer and I wonder what he feels like to wake up in the morning and think like I started making movies with trauma, making like tromi and Juliet and like these mm-hmm. weird movies and slither with with my friends and now <laughs> I'm, i' now i'm in charge I have this responsibility of making this mm-hmm. new Reboot, right? And I, and speaking about reboots, I remember us talking about it and us talking about it in our chat group that I said Flash is going to be the way to be able to fix this is Flash. What happens in Flash is going to reboot everything. So whatever he does is going to reboot the universe. And this is how they explain this new DC revamp. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm excited for it. I cannot Which, wait to see what James guns has to offer.
0: I mean, I get it. I get it flash kind of needs to come out i just don't agree with keeping ezra miller on i mean after all the shit that's gone on with this kid i just don't think that they should move forward with him um i don't know if this is going to be it if he's just going to you know he just did the slash movie and then that's it for him i don't know if they're going to give him another chance it, it that part i'm very iffy about that part i just it's not a good look for me it's not no like, no you, you gotta get rid of this kid he's troubled. yeah
1: yeah and, and i get it i'm mental health whatever may be i get it right but i think mm-hmm. there's certain consequences with your actions mm-hmm. right and i think saying you know he's seeking help okay well that's great but you know where's he, the
0: punishment where's yeah, like. But-
1: Exactly. Where's the punishment? Where's the consequence, right? Yeah. And not that I, I'm, I'm not the the biggest advocate of cancel culture, I, I'm, mm-hmm. unless they really like a Harvey Weinstein, of course, right? But you know, sometimes certain people—we're all human—we do things that we weren't thinking clearly. Uh,
0: we I, I, I can't make excuses for someone who kidnaps a minor and takes exactly. them away from their family but and but goes then around you get- just randomly beating up people. I can't. I can't. <laughs>
1: Exactly. And then you get to this point and you're like, okay, wait a second. Now, yeah, let's... This guy's got to well, go. Well, Yeah, he's, he's got to go. I think it's one thing to, like, they found a tweet of a joke he thought that was funny from 15 years ago, and then, you know, yeah. you own up to it, right? And mm-hmm. and there's, like, um, accountability,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? That's different, but this, eh, it's different. Yeah, this, this is a little bit different.
0: Yeah, this is a little bit different. There's just no... I, there's no saving this kid. Like I just don't. No, no, no. There's I. I don't care what he does, what he says. I don't care if he's a perfect angel from here on out. No, you you did what you did, and that was some serious shit. And I can't excuse
1: yeah. that. Absolutely, no. You yeah, know, which I, is a I shame agree.
0: because I felt like he was so talented. Like he yeah. was. He's a good actor. He is. He's talented, and it's like, what happened? What happened? Did yeah. you not take the right medication? Was someone just not looking out for you and making sure that you stayed on the right track? Did you did something happen to just make this kid snap? Like what what happened? Yeah. Where but where I, did he take like this like severe left turn?
1: But unfortunately, you know, it did happen, and now there should be some sort of consequence. Yeah, you know, it, for it. That's you know, Like I said, I, I think there's certain things where I think accountability can be fixed right you work on and there's certain things that you just accountability is great but there's there's no coming back from it
0: no there's there's some things that just are inexcusable and everything that this person has done is inexcusable (laughs) that's that's beyond like you didn't just like you know oops i got into one bar fight oops i drove drunk one night like no this this is pretty severe it's pretty severe
1: Yep, absolutely. No, I, I, like I agree. He he
0: kidnapped an entire ass family. Like, uh, that's mm, that. Yeah, mm,
1: nope, <laughs> nope. Who does that? Who fucking does that?
0: <laughs> like, why? Just, just why? Why?
1: And there's there's plenty of actors, right? That could do an amazing Barry Allen, mm-hmm. right? There's there's plenty of talent out there. Mm-hmm. Use this reboot where everything changes, and yeah. and, and get someone that's not. You know, <laughs> kidnapping people and it, yeah. into fights.
0: <laughs> Have somebody that's that's safe out with the general public.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because nope, this kid you. is not it. I know. I. He, <laughs> I guess you could say he put a a bullet straight through his career.
0: Yeah. Put him. Um,
1: and, and speaking about bullets,
0: <laughs> we're we're just a little <laughs> bit late to the party here.
1: We're late to the game. But can we please talk about one of the best things to come out of 2023? Yes. No,
0: 2022. Yeah. Bullet Train. Oh my Holy God. Holy shit.
1: I was <laughs> I've been ye- wanting yelling to talk about
0: this movie for so long. I'm so glad
1: you watched it. I was yelling because <clears throat> I was so excited <laughs> watching this movie. Like, I haven't had this much fun
0: mm-hmm. watching
1: a movie in a very long time.
0: It was, this movie was a surprise. This movie was a real, like, it, it was genuinely, surprisingly, way better than I expected it to be.
1: Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too.
0: Uh, it gave me, like, some serious, like, Guy Ritchie vibes, just the way they were telling the story, and then all of the different twists and turns, and then that ending. So many. And then- there's people in this movie that you didn't even know were in this movie. I, it just like there was never a dull moment. Never a dull moment.
1: Twists and turns. An amazing cast. Who knew that um, Bunny
0: was a decent actor?
1: Who knew? I. I, I, <laughs> I not me. Not okay. me, and seeing him, I was just <laughs> he just wrote a smile to my face, right? I, like, a smile I to felt my face,
0: like happy for, like proud for him. Like you did a good job. You you did good. I know you did good, Benito. You did
1: good. I know he went from bagging groceries at a supermarket in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. to doing his music mm-hmm. to sharing not just a cameo but but sharing a fight scene with brad pitt
0: brad freaking pitt i mean there was interviews that i was watching where brad pitt was singing his praises he loves benito he loved him yeah he thought he did so great he was so impressed with him and i feel like so proud like yes yes good for you good job good job i want to give him a pat on the back i want to give him a hug you know, like I want to grab his face the way you know your old Titi does, and be like, Ay, bendito, qué lindo, qué bueno." Like I felt so happy for him; he did. Great, I so but... proud of you. Yeah, yeah, mi niño, mi niño, qué lindo. <laughs> um, I just everybody in this movie was great. Everybody, even yeah, like, yeah. like Channing Tatum's like whole two minutes. Like what? Oh,
1: what is he? Do, what? I was like, <laughs> what is he doing here? Mm-hmm. It's like what? What? You're
0: you're in this? Eh?
1: Yeah. But like you said, it brought Guy Ritchie vibes. It brought me Tarantino vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, so the guy that directed it, um, David Leach, mm-hmm. uh, his first movie was John Wick. Um, which makes sense he, now having seen which it. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. It, it, uh, John Wick. He did Atomic Blonde. He did Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did uh, Fast and Furious, Hobbs, and Shaw. Uh, and, and then Bullet Train, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Which which explains the cameo, the uh, Reynolds cameo, because I was reading it, and I guess like Brad Pitt did Ryan Reynolds and that director favor for making a cameo in Deadpool yeah. 2 as The Vanisher. Yeah. So like, Reynolds <laughs> did, did them a solid. Dude. And well, he was... While so was unexpected. Filming-
0: I was like, wait a I know, minute, what?
1: I think if I'm reading if I read it correct, if I remember correctly from what I read, when he was filming the Adam Project, mm-hmm. he filmed that cameo. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is genius, but an-, an amazing director. Like, I loved what he I, I love John Wick. Yeah. Um, I loved Deadpool 2, right? I love yeah. Atomic Blonde. Um, not a big fan of Fast and Furious. <laughs> anything mm-hmm. fast and furious. Thompson but, um, Shaw.
0: In the scheme of things, as much as I hate Fast and Furious, Hobbs and Shaw was tolerable for me
1: in comparison to the rest. For me, personally. I think it's HBO Max. Friday, I'll pop a gummy. I'll uh, (laughs) I'll watch it. But let's just talk about the cast really quick. Oh, my God. Brad Pitt. Joey King. Aaron Taylor Johnson. Wow. Brian Terry Henry. Listen,
0: Lemon and Tangerine. Yeah. I need an entire movie. just with these spin-off. two there's yes. gonna be a
1: spin-off of yes. them, and um, also who and- knew
0: Brian Tyree Henry could do such a great British accent?
1: I know amazing. that threw me for
0: a loop. I was like, Yes, loving it. Yes, amazing. Uh, who else? Logan uh, Lerman.
1: Yep, he got him. Um Zazie Andrew Beats. Koji. Yep, it's a- 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 Zazie beach. Andrew Koji, who's on a show on HBO Max called um, I think it's called Warrior, amazing show. Mm-hmm. Hiroki Sanada, one of my favorite actors. He's so I, great. Ugh. I, love, I, I love anything he's in. I will watch yes. and I would enjoy fully. I just love the guy. Yes. Uh, Michael Shannon, like you said, Sandra Bullock. Mm-hmm. Sandra
0: Bullock. <laughs> what the fuck? bro? Uh, Michael was, Shannon was a shocker for me.
1: I know that, me too. That twist. I was like, what? like, so what the so fuck great. is he doing here? Yeah. Um, and then it brought such a smile to my heart to see Masioka. If you guys yes. remember him, he, he played Hiro. Yes. <laughs> on on Heroes. Nakamura. I was like, he's here too. Yes. Oh my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> so good.
0: Um, Who else? Karen, uh, what is her name? Fu- Fuku- Fukuhama? Fukuhama?
1: Yeah, yeah, from The Boys. Um, yes. He was on there. Uh, I was, it was just so many an, people. Such an amazing movie and such a. A fun cast, and like, damn, like this is a a fun movie. And come mm-hmm. to find out, like, Brad Pitt truly has the the worst the worst luck ever, <laughs> or
0: or he's the luckiest dude ever
1: because or, yep, or he be the luckiest dude ever.
0: I, I you know after everything that happened throughout this movie, and he was still alive and still kicking.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I love just how calm he was and how zen he was. He was just like. <laughs> Like when he would get hit, he be like, "Ow!"
0: Yeah, yeah. And he didn't want to use a gun throughout the entire movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was such a damn good movie. I watched it with my son um, during Christmas break, and I was like, "Fuck, this movie is <laughs> shit." It's such yeah. a damn good movie.
0: It's so much fun. There's not a dull moment at all during this entire movie. There's so many moving parts. There are so many twists and turns. There are so many surprises within the story. So many unexpected surprises. It's like, wait, what? Huh? What? Who? What? Like when, like Michael Shannon and Ryan Reynolds were the biggest surprises for me. I was like, whoa, they have everybody in this damn movie. Everybody.
1: Yeah, everybody. I love everything. I love the colors, right? The Mm -hmm. like how they play with the colors when Zazzy beach was in the big like stuffed anime thing yeah and like he punched costume, her in yeah. the nose <laughs> I, I i about i laughed so hard i couldn't breathe mm-hmm.
0: that and then the snake venom with the antidote
1: oh, yeah that was great
0: <laughs> i just everything about this movie is so much fun and i haven't heard a whole lot of people talking about it so i'm not sure like did it just not did it not get the advertising that it needed? I, I don't I don't know. Like, there's not enough people that have watched it.
1: I haven't heard enough people talking about it. I think it's going to be a slow burn where it's going to become like a cult classic.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a sleeper movie. Yeah, because um,
1: I, I think ever since COVID, not that many people are going to the movies as they used nine. to. Yeah. And I think now that it's on Netflix, or not Netflix, on HBO Max, I think people are starting to watch it, right? Yeah. Um, it is on work. Netflix have, actually. Didn't they? I'm sorry, that? yeah, it is on Netflix. Yep, it's it is on, on Netflix, Netflix. I think
0: it's on Amazon. Yeah. So um, people,
1: are, I think, are starting to watch it now. Yeah. Um, there's um we have a a chat group from in my job, it's called the movie club. And <laughs> sure as shit, right after the holiday break, we all came back. Everyone did anyone watch <laughs> Bullet Train, you know, during <laughs> our break. Like it was like an influx of people just yeah. talking about it.
0: Yeah, it's it's so much better than I expected it to be. It was so good. I recommend this movie to everybody. And it doesn't matter what sort of movies you gravitate to. I feel like this is one of those movies that like no matter what you're used to watching, you're going to enjoy it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Some really neat um, tidbits. Lady Gaga was originally going to play Sandra Bullock's role. Really, she had to like drop out, so Sandra Bullock went ahead and did the replacement on that, yeah. which I think is is really neat. Um, and then um, there's like a few other things, like um, you know the whole round Reynolds thing, filming that mm-hmm. on another movie set. Mm-hmm. Uh, they filmed this during COVID or right after COVID, mm-hmm. so you know they filmed it on two different sets. Yeah, uh, just a lot of neat things that went into it.
0: Yeah, um, Benito and Brad Pitt insisted on doing their own stunts. So their yeah. whole fight scene, they choreographed like b- amongst themselves, which I thought was pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I can't like I'm putting myself in Benito's shoes, like knowing like where he comes from and like to be right there face to face with Brad Pitt of all people I know. and designing our own like fight choreography like how oh my god like i can't imagine there's not like, that my many puerto ricans
1: yeah. <laughs> like there isn't that many puerto ricans directly from the island mm-hmm. in doing that right right there's i think there's few far between that are you know that that do movies that are in movies but nothing like uh, on this scale which mm-hmm. is really really cool yeah, yeah, um, oh, and the damn water bottle, the whole sequence of the water bottle,
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, like, man. yeah. The whole, but I, my absolute standouts though, Lemon and Tangerine by far. Yeah, Aaron Taylor Johnson, first of all, congratulations on growing up hot because wow, uh, when you go back and look at Kick Ass and then you see him in this movie, you're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Congrats, good job growing up because you, yeah, yeah, good job. Um, but (laughs) I loved him so much, and I've loved him ever since Atlanta. But to see him in this movie and doing like this kick ass British accent
1: and the whole Thomas the Train thing,
0: yes, yes, the whole Thomas the Train thing and his chemistry with Aaron Taylor Johnson was so great. I just loved watching all of their scenes together. I need an entire movie just with them too like and how going back brothers. in t- yes yes going back in time explaining like them and like i guess it was foster care and how they grew up yeah. together and i need to see that whole story that to yeah. me was like a whole separate interesting story amongst itself and just how connected they were um and at the very end when like he knew that his brother died oh man i felt yeah, so that bad that yeah. that was
1: mega sad that Yeah. was But it was a good movie. Like I said, I'm glad, you know, I'm glad we got to watch it. Mm -hmm. You know, at times I feel like we were, you know, I guess you could say it was the last of us that finally watched (laughs) it. (laughs) Speaking about the last of us.
0: You don't say.
1: Holy... This is the year of Pedro Pascual between uh, The Last uh, of Us, yeah, and amazing co- um, hosting on SNL. This has and been then, the
0: best SNL yet for me.
1: And then The Mandalorian, um, what next month? Mm-hmm. Holy fuck! And mm-hmm. yeah, I I have not watched SNL in years. Same. This is the first time I watched it, Same. and I loved it.
0: This is, I mean, SNL for me hasn't been funny for a very long time. To me, yeah. the last time I found it truly funny was when um, what's his face, the guy from Elf? Oh my God!
1: Oh, uh, Will total brain Will
0: Ferrell, Jesus, yeah, that just fell out of my head. <laughs> uh, the last time I truly found it funny was back when Will Ferrell was still on. Yeah, um, and that was an
1: amazing cast.
0: Yeah, that was uh, to me that was the best cast that they had. Um,
1: yeah. Will Ferrell, Chris Catan, Tracy mm-hmm. Morgan, mm-hmm. Sherry O'Terry, Sherry O'Terry, yeah.
0: Um, that was that was a great cast and I, I really miss that cast. And to me, it hasn't been funny since then. Um, this episode <laughs> legit had me giggling from beginning to end.
1: Yeah, like yeah.
0: all of his skits were just dead on.
1: I loved it. The one where they're eating dinner, she's cutting steak, and he <laughs> just breaks character, laughing.
0: That's my favorite. I love when they break. I love when yeah. they start laughing. Or like when he was in the hospital bed.
1: Oh, with the accent.
0: I, do I say that? eh?
1: Yeah, Lily <laughs> <all> I saw the bag.
0: Can I speak Spanish? Sama, sama, sama. I,
1: That I, I was on the I floor. Did.
0: The one that really got me was him playing the Latina mom.
1: Oh, that was great. Because I was
0: like, that's my mother right there. That's my mom. Especially the part where she threw out the food but saved the bag. That's yeah. my mom.
1: That's my mom. Yeah. I love that. Did you notice that, like, <laughs> that emotional when he was doing uh, the,
0: his the yeah. monologue? His outro, yeah, I heard his voice shake, and I was like, "Oh my god, if he cries, I'm I would start cry. crying, and I we're would all cry. gonna be crying." Yeah, uh, he got, uh, ugh,
1: that the got cool me thing right about Pedro, not that I know him personally, not yet, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but from the interviews I've seen, he's a very down-to-earth guy, and mm-hmm. it, like he enjoys like the things that we enjoy.
0: Yeah, so
1: I'm sure he was like a fan of SNL growing up. Of course, and to hear his story, right, how he came to this country, mm-hmm. and now he's hosting it. He yeah. went from watching it to hosting it. Oh yeah. my god, amazing! Yeah, yeah. Amazing I love
0: play. that he wore his Chile shirt. But that, that oh, was yeah. like, oh man, that's such a that's such a warm, loving like shout out to like his people. Like, hey, look, I made it. Uh, I love that man.
1: Yeah, that man does go and- wrong in my eyes. And he's amazing in The Last of Us. I holy shit! When they show the show, I was a fan of the game. The the game came out in two thousand. I'm sorry, 2013. Mm -hmm. The game and the game. I remember. I I was living in Utah. I was really missing my son, and like playing this game and seeing Joe. Guys, spoilers! If you haven't played the game or watched (laughs) so. Guys, spoilers for, yeah, spoilers for everything you're
0: listening to this episode. Sorry, not yeah. sorry. You should know by Joe now. Joel
1: loses his daughter. Um, and I, I just remember like being like, damn, like, oh, my God, I really miss my son even more now. And playing the game, it's such a fucking amazing game for me because it was one of the first games that played like a movie. And the voice acting and the script was just amazing. And the choices he he has to make and him bonding with Ellie throughout the game mm-hmm. was like, fuck, this is like it's not like a typical video game. It's like a movie. Yeah. And then they said, they're making a TV show and it's in works. And then when they said Pedro Pascual is playing Joel, I was like, fucking, this is the best ever.
0: <laughs> Listen, Pedro Pascal in anything is the best ever. I, I don't think I... I mean, he was great in Narcos. Yeah, I haven't watched Mandalorian more than a few episodes, but everyone loves him in Mandalorian. He was great on Game of Thrones. Like, was it the was the first
1: time that like you like noticed him? Like, what was the first time that you said, "You know what, I like this guy"? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay. And
0: like immediately when I saw, first of all, I was hyped that there was a fucking Latino in the world of Game of Thrones. I, That's oh. what I like. That had me hyped. Um, But then his character and I hadn't read I hadn't read his character in the books yet. So I had no knowledge of who he was, but his character in Game of Thrones won me over instantly. I was like, that's it. I'm done. This is my man right here. I love him. And of course, he got his head crushed and didn't, you know, make it into the season, which killed me because I was like, oh, we we got a brown person and then y'all got to kill him off. Really? That's a horrible way. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people was Game
1: of Thrones. For, for me, it was um Kingsman Golden Circle. Oh, okay. where he played uh, he played whiskey. He was like the cowboy wearing whip, yeah. you know, wielding mm-hmm. guy. I was like, I like this guy. And then I was like, Oh, oh he was oh, in I Game did. of Thrones.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, he can he can whip me anytime. He can handle that
1: whip. Like, come on, Pedro, come on, Guys, Come just, on over here. <laughs> you tuned in to Pedro talk. <laughs>
0: Yes. But Sorry. Yeah, but... we're, we're thirsting over here. We're thirsting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that was the first time that I noticed that I, I really noticed him. And then I was like, oh, he was in Game of Thrones. No wonder I liked him so much. And then other things I watched him in Eagle Lives or two, Medicals, mm-hmm. and then it just kept on adding up and adding up and adding up. And I was like, dude, I like this guy. He is amazing. But yeah. the show is phenomenal.
0: It's, I mean, we're, what, four episodes in?
1: Four, four episodes and
0: in. I've yet to be disappointed in anything that I've watched. Um, but I think it's just, it's him. It's just him as a person. Like I've watched his interviews. I've seen how he interacts with people. He's just such a real person. He's so down to earth. I don't sense an ego from him like at all. He just kind of talks to people like no matter whether he's on Jimmy Fallon, whether he's talking to people on the red carpet, whether he's talking to like other interviewers, he just seems like a very like. He's just very real, like, salt of the earth type of person. And I think that's what drew me in. Like, it's more him. Like, I think I enjoy watching him talking to people and watching his interviews, even more than seeing him in movies or on the show. He's just Mm -hmm. such a, uh, he's an enigmatic person. He's, Mm -hmm. like, there's just something about him that you just want to see more. And in this show, holy shit, man.
1: Yeah, he's amazing. I love how they did the time jump. Mm-hmm. Right. And how they make it look a little bit older. Um, I love how they give an explanation of what's going on, because mm-hmm. in the game, they really don't fully explain it. But in right. the show, first episode, they start they hinted at it. they're mm-hmm. like, you know, a fungus or it could, it could come a- alive. Right. And if things heat up enough, then shit's going to go down. And sure enough, mm-hmm. you know, what goes on, you know, the, what was it the grains that were set to make food? all contaminated people eating it, go mm-hmm. the, not zombie, but fungus type thing. And everything goes to shit. And like, I, yeah. I, I, I liked how that's a small departure. Um And like, you know, people are going to complain. This isn't the way it was in the game or this and that. But I, if like, if, if it was going to be exactly the game, then I'm not going to enjoy it. Cause I know what's going to happen. Yeah. I Like these little differences. Right. Um mm-hmm. And it keeps me in suspense. Like, Oh my God, how are they going to, they, do this or do that, um. But it's it's amazing. Um, the people that wrote it is the people behind uh Sh- uh Chernobyl on HBO. Oh, Mac. okay. In Chernobyl, fucking phenomenal show.
0: No, I've heard but it's so great though.
1: It's really good. Very heartbreaking to know that's an actual story. Um, but one of the guys that wrote it is the guy from Chernobyl. He wrote that. But then also the guy that wrote the game, he's also one of the writers. So. Mm-hmm. What better person to like make sure it's as true to the source material than the guy that wrote this the script for the game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I think that's one of the biggest hiccups when it comes to video games to a movie or TV show is they never have someone that's part of the original source material. And that's why so many video game movies are shitty this is a little bit different. Being like they have someone that, you know, I wrote this. I created these characters. Mm-hmm. Now let me kind of like adapt it to this, you know, multi-show format.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's talk about episode three, shall we?
1: Yes. Oh my god, the Offerman.
0: Oh my god. Like when you, when I tell you that I was bawling my eyes out as if these were real people and I knew them and I'm like sitting here watching this happen to them. I mean, I I, just tears, tears the way they, I I think they did a beautiful job in telling Frank and Bill's story. Now, I don't play the game, I've never played the game. My understanding is that Bill is gay in the game. Yeah. So it's just not like, out there yes. in the open.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So he is gay in the game, but and and like they kind of hint at it. Same thing with Ellie. They they hinted at it with Ellie too. Mm-hmm. But with Bill, they kind of hint at it, right? Um, and then in the game, you do see Frank, but like in the game, um, he gets infected, so he hangs himself. Okay. Um, you just see the body hanging when Joe and Ellie come come by mm-hmm. and he like, who's that? So they go, he was my partner, and they just leave it at that. And mm-hmm. then Ellie finds like a Playgirl magazine or like, you know, and, and Bill's car or mm-hmm. truck, you know. So they kind of hint it, but like they don't fully say it. It's kind of hinted. But in, in the show, they're like, let's expand on these characters. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful. Like this is this story. This episode is going to win some sort of Emmy.
0: It better. It goddamn well better. Or yeah. I'm I'm bashing some heads. Like it, it, and it's, it's not just like we talk about Nick Offerman and Nick Offerman and Nick Offerman, but it's not just Nick Offerman, it's um Murray Bartlett, who yeah, he's also in White Lotus, by the way, um just the their chemistry together, the way that story was told, and I don't think it would have worked with any two other people, honestly,
1: no, no no, no, not at all it was it was great i I loved how. You know, I love how Nick Offerman created his own little community. Yes. Yes. Right. I love that. Listen, this is the
0: guy we want in the apocalypse. This is the one that you want to be friends with.
1: (laughs) Exactly. And how he thought he was happy. Right. Mm -hmm. And then here comes this guy and he reluctantly brings him in. And, you Mm know, you know, he told him, like, I used to be afraid. Not not, not anymore. And they grow old together. Uh, Oh, my
0: God. The way they they showed like the span of years, and yeah. aged them appropriately. Oh god, uh oh, rip my heart out, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I, I I know this person that I've known for for years, not super close, but we know from Sam's Club from years ago, and um, they messaged me saying, "Hey, did you?" Because they knew how much I love the games. Like, did mm-hmm. you watch the third episode? It's like, yeah, it was great, you know. And this person says, "Yeah, like it's it's not that I I don't have anything against gay people." And right there, right when people
0: start off any sentence like that, you already know that they're gonna be like vomiting bigotry.
1: Yeah, and she goes, but I don't want to see two guys go at it. And this is a, a female talking, you know, mm-hmm. um, not that it matters, but and she goes, I'm much rather see like two girls go at it. And, and I, I responded like, this is this is an issue, like this is a problem, mm-hmm. right? It, yeah. it, you say that you don't have an issue with them um but you can't just see two just men just two human beings in love
0: if that's then, the, uh, yeah if that's what they're concentrating on is the fact that it's two people of the same gender then they miss the entire point
1: yeah i was like you know it's 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 people like you that just you mm-hmm. know say that you're a supporter and that you support you know the community but you don't yeah to whoever this this person
0: is hey how you doing you're a massive piece of shit thank you goodbye
1: (laughs) but this episode was amazing yeah I loved it it was beautiful
0: it. it was beautiful it was this is how you tell a love story Yeah, because that's what it was it was not to quote Rihanna But they found love in a hopeless place. That's the that's the one thing I kept like reverting back to. Like, that's what that song's about. They found love in the fucking apocalypse. Jesus.
1: And I've always said the villain of the the game and now the show is not Mm -hmm. so much the infected. Right. Mm -hmm. It's human beings. It is. They are the ones. They are the ones that you gotta be careful because these infected. They really don't know what they're doing, right? They're just controlled by rage and this right. instinct to like attack and eat. It's, it's kind these of like raiders. It's, Yeah, yeah. It's these raiders, right? And and really in the game, these were the people that that Joe and Ellie were like afraid of really right and mm-hmm. then if you're playing the game and they're kick you know they're killing clickers right that's what they call like these zombie like people but right. when it came to like the raiders right these humans that are just have gone off the deep end and they've gone fucking crazy
0: yeah the
1: those are the the, the true monsters right yeah. and and these two people found love amongst all of them they're able to mm-hmm. fend for their own and 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 stand their ground and protect their home and Create a community out of it and, yeah. and grow strawberries.
0: Oh, uh, oh, uh, just that one little snippet. Like, like, let them have. Oh, I can't believe that anybody complained about this episode. They were like, oh, what does this freaking strawberries have to do with anything? Let them have a little bit of peace. Like
1: everything. Just, just they, a tiny, they grew something.
0: Like, yeah. Just like a tiny minute to enjoy life in like this world of like chaos. Uh. I couldn't stand it, but that, that part where uh, (laughs) I choked up talking about it, the part at the end where, you know, he was like, you know, uh, we're going to get married and I want you to get dressed up and we're going to go down to the boutique and you're going to make me dinner and you're going to crush up these pills and put it in my wine and I'm going to go. And I just knew, I knew that Bill was going to follow him because he had lived his life and fulfilled his life. And that was it. Yeah. And like he said, he was like, I'm satisfied. And I, uh, I, that's, that's the part where I really lost it. I would just psh, waterworks, turn on the faucet, just not tears, just face all red and swollen. I don't think I've ever cried that hard at any show.
1: And the letter he left for Joel.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah,
1: pretty much. saying like the people that you love, like Tess, which, uh-huh. you know, unfortunately, they didn't know that she died, yeah, but, and you know, uh, uh, with that death's kiss <laughs> mm-hmm. but oh, uh, ugh, oh that- it, it was it was ugh. a good episode. Yeah, <laughs> the first episode was amazing. I love how they did when Joe and his brother and the daughter are in the truck. It oh, was yeah. like a play by play of the game. It was mm-hmm. phenomenal how they recreated that perfectly. <laughs> And then you know episode two was amazing. episode mm-hmm. three goes without saying it's gonna go down in history as I, for me, it's one of the best um written episodes in t v yes. history absolutely um, and then uh, episode four is starting to to tee up that shit's about to go crazy soon
0: yeah yeah i I got a little bit of a spoiler, so I'm like, oh shit, you mean I'm not done crying." <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, which I, I demanded. I demanded to know just so I can prepare myself. And they were like, yeah, listen, Sam and Henry.
1: <laughs> oh, but, yeah.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Yeah.
1: Like I said, th- the game for me was very emotional. Like I said, it was during a time where I was away from my son, away from my family, mm-hmm. and just seeing this roller coaster of, of people that you meet, and then they're they're not there anymore. And then it was just a lot going on. Plus, it was a great game. Um, so yeah. I'm excited to see all of that revisited again. All that trauma <laughs> I had, <laughs> revisit it now. Like, oh, fuck, what's going on? You ready to suffer again? <laughs> yeah. But and, like I said, and I'm knowing how the game ends, I'm mm-hmm. very anxious and curious to see how they're going to play that off.
0: Yeah, I'm glad that it's already been picked up for a second season.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I'm excited.
0: It's... I'm, I'm, I'm happy because these first few episodes have been phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Really good, really good. The set design has been amazing. Yeah. Um, just just everyone on the show has been Bella phenomenal. Bella
0: Ramsey, for being 19 years old, like... Yeah. I mean, she's another one. She was also on Game of Thrones. And in Game of Thrones, she was one of my favorite characters. She was such a little fucking badass in, Ga- yeah, in she Game was. of Thrones. She killed a fucking giant. She was a little girl yeah. who killed a fucking giant. I loved her. Um, so I knew, knowing that she was already... Uh, a kick ass little girl in Game of Thrones I knew that she would do well in this show um, I love <laughs> I love her puns
1: <laughs> yeah and, and that's how it is that's how it is in the game she's like in the game she's like always uh, trying to annoy um, Joe like with like mm-hmm. either puns or jokes or just constantly going at it and like Joe's like just like just shut up for like a few minutes like let me <laughs> be in my own thoughts
0: yeah, uh, I love her. She's she's doing such a great job, like for being so young. She's handling everything that she's been given like a champ. She's doing great. Um, I love her relationship with Pedro. I feel like she's become really attached to them and really looks up to him as kind of a father figure also. Off screen, yeah. like whenever you see them in interviews. And I love that they have like yes. that natural connection. It's the best. It's yeah, the best. How lucky like is she, said, man?
1: Like, I, I just want to ask
0: her, like, what is it like to work with him? Like, is he just not the best? He's got to be.
1: I know. I like, and then I also wonder, like, a lot of people on the show were on an HBO show. <laughs> yeah. List. So, like, I wonder if it's, like, they have, like, a foot in the door. And they're like, hey, you know, you worked with us on this show. You worked with us on that show. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to want you to come in and audition, you know, for this. It's yeah. pretty interesting because, like half of the people have been in a HBO show already.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been seeing Nick Offerman in a lot of things lately too. Um, He was in that show. I think it was on Paramount called The Resort. He was great in that show. Um, He's been in so many other things. Like, can we just, yeah, we don't don't see enough of Nick Offerman. I want to see him in everything.
1: Yeah, he's truly a a funny, just a funny guy off and on camera. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't know this when I was watching Parks and Rec. I didn't know. That he's actually like a woodworker. Like he has a business where they make like all these amazing, like just items made out of wood. Like he like knows his stuff. Like that's his trade is like, like doing that. Like it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. He's great. I just, I
0: just want to hug him. Every time I see Nick Offerman, like I just, I just want to like, like give us a squeeze. Like come here. Just, I just, I just want to hug you.
1: Every so often I'll go on YouTube and I'll watch Parks and Rec bloopers just, <laughs> yeah. to see him, just to see him laugh.
0: Yeah, he's just, I don't know, man. He just seems, he's one of those people where, like, I feel like he's actually, like, a real good person in real life. Yeah. <laughs> like, he seems like he's just a really good person as well. I, I don't know, man. Everybody on this show is doing so great. This show I wasn't expecting anything because I hadn't played the game, so I wasn't sure what to expect, and I'm I'm loving every bit of it. I can't find anything wrong with it
1: yet. Yeah, I'm fully enjoying it. There's going to be a bunch of people that that either either love the game to the point where they're like, oh, what what the fuck? Uh, he was wearing a green coat at the game. Now he's wearing a blue coat. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm exaggerating, but I could see them pulling shit like this. Or there's going to be people that hated the game, and they're like, I can't see why people thought this was the best game ever. This game is bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know, and so was the show. It's like, you know what? Let's just enjoy it. Let's just enjoy some good writing, some good acting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we knew that the homophobes would be out in full effect after episode three. Um, But I'm glad that there was more of a resounding love and acceptance for that episode. Yeah. Um, More so than the hate that it's gotten. Um, I feel like everyone else is drowning out. homophobic bullshit Mm -hmm. Um, so uh, hopefully that's a step in the right direction and hey if you don't like it then
1: don't fucking watch it yeah don't uh, (laughs) don't watch it watch something else watch Fast and Furious movies or some shit I don't know (laughs) Uh,
0: go watch that one movie that Gina Carano made like $87 from oh yeah she needs
1: it you know go and watch that but speaking about Pedro Pascal I did watch um, uh, it just came back to me now the movie with him and Nicolas Cage, uh, like the unbearable weight of massive talent where Nicolas Cage plays himself and Pedro Pascal plays like a super fan that hires him to come to his birthday. Really? Such a a funny movie seeing Nicolas Cage make fun of himself, right? Like be very (laughs) hyper aware of the shitty movies he's done, the good movies he's done. But there's a part where Pedro Pascal is talking to Nicolas Cage saying the moment that he became a fan. And he said, when I was little, I was watching Guarding Test with my dad. And we knew that you were like like (laughs) phenomenal. And they show a clip of it. I'm like, this is so fucking hilarious. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, but it's another great movie with with, uh, Pedro in it.
0: I just don't think that Pedro can do any wrong. No, i mean he was um i think i sent you the clip on tiktok i think one of his first roles was like uh, buffy. yeah buffy and he just <laughs> looks so different yeah oh he looks like just like a dorky skinny kid and i'm like what, what?
1: this is this what is our pedro
0: what,
1: what i love about him <laughs> and like i had to look it up was his f- long time friendship with sarah paulson oh yeah and like how they met in New York, right? And how mm-hmm. they just be they've been friends for years to the point where he brought her on board for SNL.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was great. That was also a great skit. Yeah, <laughs> <Daddy> skit. <laughs> <laughs> good.
1: But I was like, this is what an amazing <clears throat> friendship. Like, like I, I I was like, how are they friends? And let me look it up. And I was like, this is so cool that they're that they love each other that much and that they're so close friends. Mm-hmm. It, it so now we need to try and become his friend
0: yes please can we yeah <laughs> what i would love what i would love to see him and oscar isaac together again on the screen
1: oh yeah that would be awesome yeah
0: yeah can can we throw um diego luna and <laughs> gael garcia benal and just have them all in like one flick can we
1: throw everybody in there Please, brown power. Everybody. Let's go. <laughs> Everybody. Let's,
0: let's have all the brown daddies in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, oh Pedro, we love you so much. We do. Guys, we do. watch the last of us. It's
1: such watch a great show.
0: If you haven't watched it, you're missing out and if you haven't watched
1: it, you probably shouldn't listen to this episode. Um, if you're listening but... to it, put it on <laughs> pause right now. Go watch it and then come back and play hit play again.
0: Might as well. We already spoiled it for you.
1: Or listen to us while watching it. It's like a play-by-play commentary. (laughs)
0: Uh, hey, did you know that diarrhea is hereditary? Really? It runs in your genes. Hey, Hey if you if you watch episode four, you guys will understand. Uh, anyways, (laughs) it's about that time.
1: Oh my goodness! Yeah, it's It's been been a a long time. time. In a minute. But <laughs> it um, uh, opinions. opinions.
0: <laughs> What's Abel's unpopular oh, opinions man. after I've, this I've, long break?
1: I've been holding on to this since the holidays. Uh oh. Go for it. And it, it happened to me at work. I am not the biggest fan, just as me, of people pulling money together to get a gift for like the boss. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's just mm-hmm. me. I figured you know what? They make Eat, they make more money than me. Mm-hmm. If anything, they should be getting. They should me be buying something. me a gift. Yeah, they should be buying <laughs> me a gift. I'm and like it's not just with this job. It was even with Sam's Club. Like they, they were like, you know, this person made like like a hundred and eighty thousand dollars. You know, this year compared mm-hmm. to the sixty thousand we make. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I'm not I'm not giving you fifty dollars to to buy them something. They have enough money. They can buy whatever they want. I will mm-hmm. sign the card
0: and I'll be <laughs> present
1: when you guys present the gift, but I'm not giving you any money. That's just, that's just me. No, I agree. I agree. Now pay me, now maybe, pay me. Now, I mean, yeah, you. you should be paying exactly. me. Buy me a gift like a coworker, maybe an employee, like, Oh, Hey, someone in the, in, you know, it's their birthday, blah, blah, blah. But the boss, no, nope, n- nothing. <laughs> That's just me. That's, hey, that's just me.
0: It's not just you. I, I I feel like there's a whole lot of other people out there that feel the same way.
1: And then times when I was the boss, they will get me something. I felt so bad. Like I felt so like, fuck, like, like no, like, why? Like, like the flan was enough. <laughs> the, the tray of sandwiches de mezcla was enough. You didn't have to buy me something. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Oh, I, I feel like the biggest piece of shit. While I was eating flan and santa Uh
0: You have to.
1: How about you? What's your uh, popular opinion?
0: Uh, my unpopular opinion like, I've noticed this trend uh, on TikTok of parents <laughs> complaining about non parents complaining about being tired. Like, oh. they're the only <laughs> people allowed to be tired on the planet. Dude, everybody Uh, gets
1: tired. It's just a different type of tired, but it's still tired.
0: Like, seriously, shut the fuck up. That was your decision to spawn these little monsters. That's your fault. You did that to yourself. Don't make everybody else miserable just because you're regretting your little decisions and there's nothing you can do about it now.
1: There's, like, different multiverses of tired you mm-hmm. and me just live in a different multiverse of, of tired <laughs> but at the end of it we're tired
0: <laughs> like tired is tired okay yeah, tired i don't, tired, give a don't fuck if you're tired because your brat wouldn't go to sleep last night i'm tired from working my fucking ass off all fucking day like, yeah, like what, what's the difference tired is tired don't yeah. act like people without kids don't have a right to be tired. Don't act like we don't also work our asses off. It's not always, our fault that you didn't know when to close your legs. All right. I am
1: always tired. Twenty four seven.
0: That is like, not my fault. It's not my problem. Go go wash Junior's ass and shut the fuck up and leave me the fuck alone.
1: Like Ant Man comes out, <laughs> what like in two weeks, I'm like, uh, do I really wanna, yeah, like, do I really wanna leave the house after work and watch that movie? I'm gonna be so tired. <laughs> Like I, I could probably wait till it comes out on Disney Plus. No, no. You have, you have
0: to go watch it because we have to talk about it. <laughs> I know. I
1: was like, I'm always tired. I'm always fucking tired. <laughs> yeah,
0: but it's like, who the fuck are you to tell non, non-parents non that they're not allowed to be? Like, shut the fuck up. What? Excuse me? Bitch, you're a stay-at-home mom. You should be napping when they're napping. That's your fault. If you're tired, oh, that's yeah. your fucking fault. Who told you yep. to go and have five fucking kids in this fucking economy? That's not my fault. That's your stupid nope. ass. Don't complain. That's that's your decision. Your decision. Nap, your decision is not my problem. Shut the fuck up. Let people be tired. We all tired out here, all right?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm always tired. <laughs> Anyways, that was it. All right. You heard it here uh, first.
0: <laughs> on that note, that is our time, guys. Uh, did you miss us? Because we missed you. Um, don't forget to hit that like button, uh, subscribe, like, share, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Stay Nerdy Podcast.
1: Yeah. If you have any questions, suggestions, comments, hit us up on our email at jannyablepod at gmail.com or head to our Instagram and just send us a message there too. Yes. Yes. We love getting um, messages. It's like we getting do. digital mail.
0: Yes. It's like opening the mailbox and finding something that's not a bill.
1: A bell or um, something about solar.
0: Yeah, or don't forget to vote.
1: Don't forget to vote. What else? Uh, some bank opening or that that magazine that has like all the stuff for like. Oh, you could get a screened-in porch and
0: mm-hmm. or an AARP card. Like, come nope. on, man, I ain't even nope. fifty yet. Stop sending nope. me that shit.
1: No, but <laughs> what we would like is your suggestions and comments, either through email or through Instagram. We love reading it. We do,
0: um, Make a, and makes a smile. Tune in next week or the week after. You never know with us uh, for your next episode of the Stay Nerdy podcast.
1: Quality versus quantity, twenty twenty three. Stay nerdy, friends. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye.